time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It's Monday morning. And if you're in need of encouragement and motivation, you've come to the right place. That's right. Today, hey, we've got some great news that you can use. Uh, Melissa has the word for your day. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests, which are never an interruption to the show. They're very much a part of what we're doing. We're here to pray with you, to pray for you. We're here to encourage you by the word and the spirit. We're here to love you. And we don't know that you're here unless you type in your chat box so we can give you a hi there and hello. So will you do that? Will you type in your chat box? Let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And the answer to the very important question that we love to ask on Monday morning is, what is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking this morning. We're That's drinking right. really good coffee. Yes. And and it's it's good. Good news, bad news. Good news is it's great coffee. Bad news is it's I think the bag of beans is empty. Buddy, it's empty as can be. Shaka, shaka, shaka. No, no beans in there. Oh, That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Hey, let's jump over to the chat box and welcome this morning, Pastor Roger Randall good from morning, Topeka, buddy. Kansas. We love you, Pastor Roger. I'd love to give a testimony that your foot is healed. Will you let us know how it's doing this morning right. as we've been praying? Yes. Um, Pastor Rogers drinking iced tea this morning. Ah. Warren Kaufman, Warren from Kingsville, Missouri, morning, in the house. We love you, Warren. It was great praying with you um, for the last hour or so. How much we love you, Warren. Uh, Robin, good morning. She's at home today because of training, so she's in Elizabethtown. Welcome, Robin. We love you. We bless you, sweet sister. What else is going on? Who else is in the house? His foot's better. Yeah, Glory Roger's to God. Thank you, better. Jesus, That's for awesome. your healing power. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's off. It's often when we do have prayer requests, uh, not often, we always pray. I mean, we'll stop whatever we do, like you already said. But it's often that we hear prayer uh, praise reports like this. Yeah. Like Judy Sally yep. and, and various others that have had reports That's from right. Mary Kay yes. and different ones. So we always love to hear the testimony of how God's working in your life, even if it's not related to a recent prayer request. Well, it's the power of God. Um, but also it overcomes the enemy when we give testimony of That's what right. God has done in his faithfulness and his goodness and his provision and his healing and his love. Okay, something weird is happening. It's making my brow yeah. furrow. I'm sorry. Uh, do you see the overlay that's yeah, bleeding? I don't think it's like that on the screen. I hope there, not. So. I hope yeah, you guys no, can, can you guys hear us and see us clearly this morning? Praise the Lord. See, that's what it looks like to them. Ooh, that looks so much better. I think that we've got a malfunctioning monitor. We got a problem with that here. monitor, yeah. don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. Okay, Pastor Rick Grable in the house. Good morning. Good He's morning, drinking Coca Cola. He came back home yesterday early because, oh, Rebecca was sick. Oh. And this is Grandparents' Day and Grandparents' Week. And so, Lord, right now we pray for Rebecca Grable. I pray right now you would heal her body wholly and completely in the name of Jesus. Anything, Father, that's causing her discouragement, I pray would be removed in the name of Jesus. A spirit of heaviness and illness this affliction and disease leave this body right now in the name of jesus we pray and believe in jesus name whole healing amen amen all right so uh warren says he quit drinking coffee switched to five hour energy but listening to you guys brought a coffee grinder ain't got he the bought beans. A, he bought a coffee grinder, but he hasn't had, got the beans yet. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. And don't <laughs> stop drinking coffee unless Jesus tells you to. I'm not going to get in the middle of that if the Lord is saying for you to fast coffee. But if he's not, get you some whole beans. Actually, send me your address. Yeah. I'll send you text, some. Text me your address, yeah. buddy. We'll get you hooked okay. up. Okay, that's, that's great, a, Warren. That's Congratulations. Like a, like a dealer, didn't it? Yeah, I'll hook you up. I want to be a hope dealer. We're dealing hope and coffee beans. Yeah, my buddy Stevie A, he always said that, you know, because he had that past that he said, yep. he'll tell you. He's I went from being a dope dealer to a hope dealer. Amen. And he's been that way for, yeah. I think it's almost 25 years Hallelujah. Now, clean. Hallelujah. Yeah, freedom. So. Freedom yep, and deliverance. Sure. Robin said, we did the fireside worship in Shepherdsville oh. last night. It was a great time. Praise the Lord. Praise I'm the so Lord. glad you got to go up and do that. Yes. I will not tell you that the rights were not feeling very good yesterday and did not make it to Campfire Church. Yes. 
Sorry last we night. You guys. We yeah. were, and we were, else. yeah, we were really struggling. I think what happens is sometimes we go too long and too hard without a rest, and yeah. then we're a little bit overcome. Yes. Yeah. Um, MK is out and about this morning. She's in Louisville and already had coffee in her cup made from their new coffee maker at yeah. home. Oh, that's right. She yeah. had a decaf coffee with frothed milk <laughs> as our coffee maker fancy. comes with the frother. That's fancy. Wow. They're going to have their own <laughs> coffee shop. Uh, so right, we're going to start yeah. going to Jeff and MK's in the morning for yeah, coffee. Yeah, right, right. For sure. You're welcome, Pastor Rick. We yeah. love you and Rebecca so much. Absolutely. We bless you guys. So um, what's going on? It's Monday. Maybe you need a little motivation. Maybe you need a little push this morning. Well, this is your Monday morning motivation. And we're so happy that you've joined us on the Good Morning Show. We're Terry and Melissa Wright. We're here to love you. Will you let us? Will you just let us love you? Yeah, it sounded like you guys had a good prayer call this morning. I felt the spirit of the Lord manifest very strongly, um, especially in his word. I had shared with you just a moment ago Mm -hmm. about things just erupting um, from the word that I did not plan. Are you going to share some of that in the word for you for the day today? I am not. What? Mm -mm. I just, I was hoping I'd get a little, a little uh, teaser Um, going. No, I'm pretty sure this will be what I preach Sunday, but I also feel like the Lord's telling me this may be a message I preach the rest of my life. The one from this morning, yes. uh, the prayer call? Yes. Okay. All yep. right. Yep. I'm not ready to share it with you all completely. This is a this is a meaty word, and also <laughs> it is a time-consuming word. And if I shared this on the word for the day, there would be no show. <laughs> so, well, okay. I, yeah. just, I was just, just asking because I knew it was a good deal. Yeah. Okay. So um, Warren says, five-hour energy is just convenient. Throw a half a dozen in my little backpack, and he's set for the week. That's right? true. When you're on the road and... <clears throat> You can't, you can't just make coffee whenever you want. That's, you know, one of the things true. that I found from Five Hour Energy, and I know they say that you don't um, the crash, crash, but I find myself like totally on fire and then be like, oh. Mm. So I do kind of have that. What in the world? Pay no okay, attention cool. To pay no on. attention to the man behind the curtain. Otis says, I told the pastor and congregation in Shepherdsville last night when they asked us to sing, my name isn't Mitch, but my father's name was Mitch. So you will be singing with the son of Mitch. Are you kidding, Otis? <laughs> Otis. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Pastor Rob Mock Beckett must have brought up something about sing along with Mitch. That in the 50s and 60s was a big, they came out on LPs and you could play them at your party at your house yeah but it was all the songs you know i mean all the like camp town ladies and all the popular songs you are my sunshine they did all all those kinds of songs and it was mitch and his uh okay I can't see, with the choir uh, i'm singers. glad to know they that because choir, but i didn't i didn't actually know what yeah he was talking about leave but it to otis to, otis. to take that left turn at albuquerque so you know so should have turned right <laughs> okay guys so um not only is it the start of a new day but it's the start of a new week and we're super excited that you would have a week in Christ and encouraged, but we can't get to tomorrow without getting through today. So tell me this, where are you guys at? What kind of encouragement do you need? Are you struggling with heading back to work? Was your morning a little bit difficult? How can we pray for you this morning? How can we encourage you this morning? We want you to be successful on Monday because if you're successful today, I have a feeling it'll bleed over into Tuesday, right? And if we can keep doing this thing, maybe even Wednesday, and we can pray together that we can have a week. It might not be perfect, but it can sure be edifying both to the Lord and to those around us. How about that? Hey, good morning, Pastor Prentice and Michelle Evans. I hardly think there's anybody we love more than them. And that's not an exaggeration. It's Pastor, like telling one of your kids it's your they're your favorite. Yeah, we love you. Know? you. We, everybody's our favorite. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some favorites more than others. But okay. it's true. Favorites. Everybody's yeah. my favorite. Yes, yes. But Pastor Prentice and Michelle are my favorites. Yeah. Anyways, good morning, guys. Good we morning. love you so much. Albany, Kentucky, in Could the spend house. some time with them. Uh, coming up, when is that? Uh, end of October. End of October, next yeah. month. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking, though? Mm. I was just thinking how sad it is that it's only rarely, barely 24 hours that we're going to mm. get to be yeah, with them. Yeah, I know. I you feel know, like it's not enough time. Uh, you know someone's made an impact in your life in a special way when you, you can look at a cast iron skillet and think of them. Every time. <laughs> I made biscuits this weekend and the cast iron skillet did not go well, but we'll talk talk about that another time because no. that isn't edifying <laughs> and, <laughs> and the it were not uplifting it wasn't the skillet's fault it was the cook so i, I think it was the ingredients you know i think it was too yeah. but i'm not gonna make it yep. i'm not gonna make that a total 
yeah. blame. Pastor Rick said they had a great time with their grandkids this weekend, and they're growing so oh, fast. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's yeah, for those of you that don't remember, on Sunday, <clears throat> excuse me, it's National Grandparents Day. Yeah. So, you know, we encouraged people on Saturday to either spend time with your grandparents, if you are a grandparent, spend time with your family, and tell stories about our grandparents. You know, those things keep the memories alive. But uh, Sunday was National Grandparents Day, so we hope you got to observe it in one way or another uh, along the lines of where you're at with your family. Listen, Michelle and Prentice say we can stay Sunday morning, too. And do the Sunday morning service. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know that I'm going to want to leave. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah. And not just because Prentice is an amazing cook. No, for sure. And Michelle's love and hospitality is just bar none. Those are great gifts that go go well together. uh, Yes. And they live in a beautiful place. Yeah. Okay. So also Robin says a a very big good morning to Prentice and Michelle Evans from her and Otis. Amen. And, um... Robin is on YouTube and the Evans are on Facebook. And so sometimes you guys can't see each other's comments. So yeah. we'll, we'll That's try why to we broadcast throw the comments right. up on your screen as well. Pastor Rogers reminding us yes. that Mylon LaFeather graduated this weekend and went on to heaven. Boy, yes. we are seeing a lot of people who have really been faithful to the Lord get their reward, aren't we? And we bless mm-hmm. his family yeah. and friends during this time and thank the Lord for his life and yeah. his impact for the kingdom of God. For sure, for sure. So what about you, babe? What's going on in your world this morning? I feel like we've been, uh, let's see, uh, uh, sharing an office and hardly having any interaction. Well, we've got some things. Um, the Lord showed up really good yesterday um, in the main service and in kids uh, because I know you guys went long because I was done. I think we finished up in the main sanctuary about, it was about quarter after, 20 after, something like that. And so I went over to just to check out and see what was going on over there. And y'all were still praying and having a good time. And the kids, I love, yeah. the kids are always a surprise in that regard. I, I love my time in Kingdom Kids. I, I really only get back there, what now? About once a month is yeah. the average for you and I. Um, Heather t- is, we, we are really, I think it's really cool the way we get to spend um, time with our kids. But... I'm always amazed. First of all, they're brilliant. And and if you guys think that kids aren't catching what's being thrown out there spiritually, biblically, watching you live your life, I promise you this is the truth. Do not forget this phrase if you don't listen to anything else this morning. Are you ready? Discipleship is happening whether you know it or not with your children and your grandchildren. They are watching and listening. What is it that you are making them disciples of? Are you making them disciples of the world because that's who you're serving? Are you making them disciples of you because that's who you're serving? Or are you making them disciples of Jesus because that's who you're serving? And sometimes it's a combination of all of those, but I promise you they are paying attention and they are watching your life. And I get a report from that on Sunday morning when I get to be with our kingdom kids. And sometimes I'm embarrassed because I'm not representing the right the right kingdom. Well, it's hard because we get caught up in doing the things that we do on a regular basis and uh, not just the kids, but our family members, they're watching, they're, you know, just kind of keeping tabs on what's going on, especially those who aren't serving the Lord, uh, our family members who aren't serving the Lord, because uh, they just want to see if we're really living the true life that lines up with what Jesus teaches mm-hmm. when things go bad, when things don't look good. Um, you know, they're waiting to see how we're going to respond. And the kids do that. They pick up on it, I think, so much more than the adults. And so, yeah, it's true. What a, what an important. Well, and I also think that they're willing to talk about it. Like they say Mm. they're repeating what they're getting, Mm. right? Sometimes adults are just not telling you, but they're watching you. So Joanne says, good morning, Joanne, by the way, from Northern Ohio. She says, good morning. I'm on my way to work. I'm missing your Sunday service. Mm. I don't know why you're missing it. It's on, it's on the live stream. We had a momentary issue with this audio yesterday, but praise the Lord. Got it fixed. We got it fixed early on and uh so river city hope is still on the air river city hope is still meeting and loving and hopefully and still on youtube uh, you can go back just like the good morning show you can yeah. go back and watch any of the previous episodes on our youtube channels uh river city hope and also the good morning show speaking of which yeah. what if they're not subscribers well they should subscribe you guys gotta go to the youtube channel even if you're watching on facebook go to the youtube channel tell your friends go to the youtube channel for the good morning show and hit subscribe hit the bell for notifications so you know every time we go live it'll remind you hey there's a show coming up we need to get together and encourage each other we need you 
just like you need us. We all need each other to encourage, love, point each other to Jesus by the word and his spirit. So go on and sign up. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way you'll keep tabs. Also, if you do want to watch River City Hope Prayer Room and River City Hope Church services, you can subscribe to River City Hope Church in Louisville, Kentucky. We love to have you. If you can't be with us in person, be with us online. Yeah. Yep. Robin said they had a great service yesterday. Bless the Lord, you guys. I hope he was glorified in your family, in your home, in your local congregation. For sure. For sure. Well, for today, a lot of people are, of course, uh, they know that it's September 11th. And we remember it's uh, 22 years ago. Was it 22? Yeah. This is 23. So in 2001, 9-11, we all remember that. I mean, you remember... Most people in this generation remember where you were. The previous generation, they will say, well, they remember where they were when they heard about the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Or when JFK, or when JFK, was, JFK was assassinated. Right. Or the moon landing. All those different things. Historic um, events. And uh, I think we're in a generation now that a lot of people remember where, where they were at. Do you, do you remember where you were, what you were doing? I do. You were doing we've, daycare or something, yep, yeah? I was doing daycare. We talked about, we've talked about this many times. Mm-hmm. I know you remember where you were. Yeah. I know... Um, I, I got, because I was a news junkie, I was watching um, the Today Show mm-hmm. on NBC. And um, they they are an hour, because uh, we grew up in the Midwest, right? Central so we were on zone. Central Time mm-hmm. Zone. And then they jumped to Eastern Time Zones live because a, they got a report of a plane or something had hit one of the towers. Right. Literally while they panned their live cameras... We saw the second plane hit the yeah, second tower, crazy? and then our lives changed forever because yeah. because we were all changed well, by was, that event. It was a day that started out like any other day for most people. I mean, you're getting up, you're going to work, you're going yeah. through the stuff and yeah. doing the things, and then then disaster strikes, and so uh, it makes it a memorable occasion. Well, today is uh, it, they call it Patriot Day, right? right? We'll yep. never forget 9-11. Right. Um, it's um, always on September 11th. It honors the memory of the yeah. nearly 3,000 innocent victims who died in the September 11th attacks. And each year, Americans dedicate this day to remembering those who died and the first responders who risked their own lives to save yeah. others. Yeah. If you want more information about that, you can go to 911memorial.org. It's about the 9-11 memorial in, in New York City. Yeah. And so, yeah. So let's talk about this. You know, mm-hmm. we are not um, remembering um, the horror horrible day. We're not remembering the attacks. We're not remembering the terrorists. We're remembering the lives Mm -hmm. that were lost. Yep. And the The, efforts, the the heroic efforts. efforts. Of those that were um, so selflessly um, serving their fellow countrymen and their fellow New Yorkers or wherever they were at um, to walk into danger to help them escape. Yeah. We're remembering um, the goodness of God in the testimonies that we've heard throughout these 22 years. Yeah, We're remembering the families that were deeply impacted by loss. We're remembering a country where all of a sudden everything that divided us fell away. Political agendas, um, different belief systems, everything fell away in one moment. And we became one as a nation under God. We prayed together. Come on, we joined hands in less than 24 hours after this happened and we began to pray together to our God again. I remember seeing churches that were, you know, pretty vacant, all of a sudden full, full again yep, because uh, I to do. capacity, uh, because uh, people coming together and remembering uh, about all of that and yeah. and, and uh, just praying because it was a time of uncertainty for a lot of people, and in uncertain times, people with an uncertain future look for that certainty and they'll find him. His name's Jesus. There's only one steadfast one. Get this. There's only one thing that's trustworthy. There's only one thing that will never fail you, and his name is Jesus Christ. And anything outside of that is not. the real deal steadfastness is a quality of our God and creator and we only reach that God and creator through his son Jesus Christ he's the bridge he's the one that made the way to reach the father possible and so in the days that that were Mm 9-11 we had a nation reaching out to that God to that Jesus and we are remembering today the lives Um, We're remembering the stories, you know, all these stories and testimonies. They're worth listening to. Sometimes it's hard, you guys. I listen to... Yeah, go ahead. I listen to a lot of the last phone calls that were made on the plane that went down in Pennsylvania. Those Mm -hmm. calling their loved ones to say one more time, 
yeah. we've been hijacked. We're we're going down, but I just need you to know yeah. I love you. And and those messages of love and life in the midst uh, of death can be incredibly encouraging and uplifting, sometimes hard to hear. But you know, this is the day that we promise them that we will not forget. And so as hard as it is, we got to talk about it. We got to remember, we got to love. And you guys, we can do this thing right now where we tell people around us how much they mean to us now, where we have a chance to tell them we're praying for you. How can I pray for you better? How can I encourage you better? How can I bring something to your life that would make you point to Christ? How can I help you? in Jesus. That's what we get to do now. And I don't want to forget those lives. I don't want to forget those stories. I don't want to forget those testimonies. And I don't want to forget a time when we as a nation came to Christ together and we cried out. I don't want to forget that we can still be that nation. We can still be those people. We can still be the bride that edifies the Lord in the midst of everyday trials or triumphs. I remember reading some of the, that's really good. I remember reading some of the stories about people who were volunteers or people who were, who had uh, been, they weren't on duty that day, but they went in anyway. Yeah. Um, And uh, I read one about a guy who had just come out of surgery not too long before, and he was still doing, you know, rehabilitation, but he was uh, with the public authority, um, public works or something like that. And he um, went to, to go help and, uh, you know, passed away in the in the whole process yeah. during that the collapse and all that but um yeah so so pastor rick says he remembers that he was repairing a dashboard in a mercedes at his other job a dealership and they all ran into the waiting room to watch the tv together yeah, yeah. judy sally said uh, pastor judy said i had just been called into work and had turned on the tv watching with my mouth dropped in disbelief i had not come back to the lord yet and i felt so <laughs> overwhelmed wow and helpless yeah as did a lot of people that Thank day. you, Jesus, for drawing Judy back in full restoration. Otis says, I went on order September 12th for Operation Liberty Crisis in New York in military uniform from 1977 to 2019. Jesus was with me every day of it. Otis, thank you for your service to our country and for your service to the Lord Jesus. You are such a faithful man. We thank you really Otis and we love you deeply Judy said I had forgotten what the power of prayer was all about and I'm so grateful he brought me back home to him me too Judy me too because you encourage us every day thank you Pastor Rick says we need to remember God was there in the midst of those tragedies the stories you guys about the people that were leading people out of the buildings and And those who stayed behind to help those who couldn't and those that gave their life willingly so that others could live it's the story of redemption isn't it Mm -hmm. it's the story of salvation it just keeps pointing us back to Jesus. Yes. I'm not even sorry. I'm all weepy this morning. I think it's important, you guys. This yeah. is important. Yeah. Um, let's see. Rick Grable says, thank you, yeah. Otis, and so does Judy as thank well. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Otis, you're you're so loved. Yeah. You're so appreciated, you guys. Wow. Well, let's, let's move from this topic, from National Day today, to the National Day uh, event for tomorrow, because tomorrow is one that I'm sure that everyone on this feed and everyone, uh, uh, every one of us can really relate to and, and you're already doing. And tomorrow on September 12th is the National Day of Encouragement. Yeah. Now, so September good. 12th recognizes the National Day of Encouragement each year dedicated to uplifting people around us and making a positive impact. And the Encouragement Foundation at Harding University in Searcy, Arkansas, launched the effort behind the Day of Encouragement. Um, Mayor Mayor Belinda LaForce of Searcy, Arkansas, made the first proclamation for Day of Encouragement on August 22nd, 2007. And the following month, Arkansas Governor Mike Beebe signed a proclamation making September 12th, 2007, the state day of encouragement for Arkansas. And then later, President George W. Bush also signed a message making September 12th the official National Day of Encouragement. Well, you know what that means. I mean, that's just the the good morning show day <laughs> because yeah. we're all about encouraging you in Jesus Christ yeah, by his yeah. spirit, by his word. We just want to love and encourage you. Even in the midst of remembering a tragedy, we yeah. still want to be encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, love, love the stories of those who, uh, you know, in loss have come and just seen 
an incredible move in their life, whether it's from the Lord or, you know, relationships that were forged those days of 9-11. Yeah. Um, just love hearing the restoration stories. Really beautiful. Um, so a National Day of Encouragement tomorrow. Can yep. I just can I just say this? Let's start today yeah, encouraging yeah. one another. Yeah, yeah. Look well, for a way in yeah. your own life where you can encourage. The, how about the people at your workplace, the people at your fa- yeah. in your family, your neighbors? How can we encourage one another today? Absolutely. Well, it goes hand in hand with, um, you know, after September 11th, the 12th, National Encouragement Day. And out of National Encouragement Day and 9-11 came also another day that's observed tomorrow. And that is National Hug and High Five Day. <laughs> now, check out this story. Two things that make us feel appreciated and loved are free. They don't cost anything. That's why we celebrate National Hug and High Five Day. Uh, When we celebrate a job well done, an accomplishment, you're talking about how do we encourage others for meeting a goal, um, high five for your friends and your peers who are really struggling and working hard and making progress. And even if they're not, we encourage them. And the hug, well, the hug is, it's that little bit extra. It's that and something more. Um, It's that solid human contact that says more than words ever could. But here's how National Hug and High Five Day came about. In 2021, David Sylvester founded National Hug and High Five Day to share his mission of touring the country, spreading good deeds, smiles, and joy across the country and the world. But his mission didn't start in 2021. It started the day after his friend was killed in the World Trade Center in 2001. And since then, he's bicycled across North America from various points three times. He's also biked across parts of Australia, Asia, and Africa. And on each tour, he makes a point to visit places touched by violence like San Bernardino, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Cleveland, Orlando, just to name a few. And with each hug and high five, the response was overwhelmingly positive. Why? Because we need it. Yeah. Human warmth and kindness elevates people out of adversity, if even for a moment. And David Sylvester has hugged and high fived over half a million people (laughs) in every U.S. state and 37 countries around the world. And that list is growing. He's spreading love and joy everywhere he goes and you can follow his journey on instagram at the human high five number five and you can also read about big dave um, a name that many people recognize him by in his book traveling at the speed of life and he's got another book on the way mm-hmm. so david sylvester uh, over how, how many millions of people half a million wow and 37 countries in all the United States. Well, I think this is something else that we should talk about, you guys. This is uh, something that in the last few years we have become a little bit estranged from. We have been distancing ourselves uh, due to COVID yes. and other communicable stuff. The isolation. Um, and let me tell you, I think we do not understand the value of human contact and physical contact. Um, we have seen this in um, a very real life situation that has occurred um, time and time again through our church and our community and that is the value of a hug even just a putting your hand on someone's back especially when they're homeless or they're street people you know how long it's been since anybody's hugged or loved them mm-hmm I will never forget um that it's happened several times um there was a young man named John do you remember this mm-hmm. um I think Ed brought him it's probably been a year or more ago. And um, John um, came to church and um, John had been using and he sat in the front row. And right before service started, the Holy Spirit prompted me to go over and ask him if I could just hug him and welcome him. And I said, John, welcome. We are so glad that you're here today. Would it be okay if I just gave you a hug? And he said, uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> And I said, stand up. And he stood up and he was so thin and frail from living on the street, from not eating nutritious food, from using substances. And as I began to hug him, fully embracing him, he just began to weep and he began to hug me back and he just cried and cried. And I promise you, I said nothing except for how glad I was that he was here. But do you know the power of a hug or a high five or a hand on the back, that human contact? I mean, we can reach out and touch someone in the name of Jesus. And I promise you, Jesus doesn't need us to say anything. He can move in that physical contact. It's like reaching out with the hands of Christ. Come on. I don't care how people smell. I I don't care if I'm receiving um, 
if I'm giving out healing and love and restoration, I can't receive anything gross back from that, you know? Um, I, I'm totally in favor of, of doing that. I will say in this day and age, I think it's important to ask, is it okay if I give you a hug? Um, I also think it's important to give someone a choice so that they don't feel like you just hugged them inappropriately. Um, sometimes a hand on the shoulder, it makes people flinch because they're not used to human contact. But if this is a day tomorrow when we celebrate encouragement and we celebrate a hug or a high five, I don't think we understand. Baylor and I talk about the value of a hug. I don't think we understand the value of physical contact. She read somewhere, eight hugs a day helps a body really good. Yeah. It really does. It it actually physically changes your body, your chemistry. You release endorphins. Things change. Um, healing and wholeness can come just from the power of human contact. Yeah. So okay, I'm All getting right. down off my soapbox. That's box. okay. That's Good morning, right. Carolyn, welcome morning. to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We're happy to see you this morning. Oh, Lord bless you. Yeah. Amen. So as we're uh, observing Patriot Day today, be sure and thank someone for their service. Thank them, whether they're, uh, you know, an essential worker, their emergency services, uh, line of duty, any any kind of stuff like that. Be sure and just, just tell them how much you appreciate them. Um, and that's a, that's a good way to do that, uh, to be observed today. And then tomorrow, National Encouragement and High Five and Hug Day. Um, I'll also mention that uh, it's also National Chocolate Milkshake Day tomorrow. What in the world? Yeah, and uh, National Video Games Day. So, you know, you have a chocolate milkshake and play some video games and um, celebrate the day. Uh, <laughs> I'm never, ever going to lose weight at this at this rate. Um, Ra- uh, Rick, Pastor Rick says, powerful is the hug of Jesus. It's true, yes. you guys. It's true. And Rob Robin said, I was just telling Otis that Melissa gives the best hugs. He says he's waiting for his, let's do it. Let's plan it. I'll tell you something. Um, I had a really hard time with physical contact and um, I was not really probably raised in a relationship where there was a lot of that. And um, I used to kind of flinch away from hugs and I really did avoid that kind of thing. And then I had kids and Taylor and Brett introduced me to the value of a hug. Yeah. Baylor reminds me daily of the value of a hug. But those two little ones softened my heart so completely that I didn't shrink back and shy away from physical contact. And I began to realize that not only is it making a difference for me, it's making a difference it for sure others. Is. Yeah. And this has been kind of a lifelong lesson. Also, I know somebody who the Lord uses through um, Mighty. She is like anointed in a hug. She can bring healing in a hug by the Lord. Her name is Judy Jellison. Mm, And Judy is super, super anointed, tender, humble, kind, loving. And when she hugs people, I mean, the Lord moves. It's the full meal deal, isn't it? She is the full (laughs) meal deal. It's the truth. Okay, guys. So what else, Tara? What's up? Well, I think here in just about a half a minute or so, we'll uh, hop into our word for the day. Um, following that, we've got some great encouraging news you can use. You're going to want to stick around for that uh, coming up after the word of the day. The word for your day, not the word of the day. The word of the day could be anything. It could be, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, what's, what's, a, what's a good word? Impossible or, or not impossible. That's a phrase, right? Encouragement. Encouragement. The word for the day. Yeah. But this is the word for your day out of God's word. But only if you receive it, right? Well, that's true. Because there's words for you, but if you don't receive them, then they're not, they're not doing a lot of good for you. Right. No, no. Well, you know, it's, it's all about that applied knowledge versus, uh, you know, if you've got information, you know, maybe whether you apply it or not is whether it works just like a suntan lotion. (laughs) You don't put it on and. Good luck with that. Suntan lotion. Yeah. I think it's called sunblock now. I don't okay. know that we encourage the I don't know. I'm, skin I'm 50, cancer 56. I don't, you know. To me, it's still suntan lotion. <laughs> you still put the baby oil on and oh, uh, push him around in the buggy, you know. Yeah. So um, today is uh, Proverbs 11 because it is September 11th. And so Proverbs of a day of the day is the day that the date is because there's 31 days in a month, typically 30 or 31 days in a month, except for February. And because the um, uh, book of Proverbs has 31 chapters, it gives you the opportunity to read a chapter a day if you want 
to read out of the book of Proverbs and you're just not sure where to go. This morning, um, I've landed, I was really struck in two different parts of the chapter, um, but I think the Lord is pointing me toward 11.11, Proverbs 11.11, and this is the verse, by the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. By the mouth of the wicked, it is torn down. And so the reason I think that this verse spoke to me this morning and the Holy Spirit highlighted it to me is because we feel that we have heard the voice of God for our city. We believe the Lord wants to win whole regions, whole cities. He loves to bring revival and renewal to a church, but he's after something bigger than your local congregation. He wants you. He wants your local congregation. He wants your family. He wants your community. He wants your city. He wants your town. He wants your region, your state, your country. He's after it all. He's a big God. He can do a big thing in a lot of people. And so I believe he's not only after our city, Louisville, and he wants to use us, but he wants to use you for your city and your town and your community. And so we have to understand the power of our words. We talk about this so much, especially when we share out of Proverbs. We have the power of life and death in our tongue, in our mouth. And so if we who are upright. Now let's talk about that. Who is upright? Those who are in right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ are the saints, are the upright. And I'm not calling you that. The word of God is calling you that. You're the upright. You're the righteous ones because of the righteous one who lives in you by his Holy Spirit. And so when you're upright, your words have power. When you're not upright, your words have power, but even more power comes because you're living in a place of relationship with a powerful one, Jesus Christ. And so if you're blessing a city, then that city is exalted. Now, you know, when Israel, God's chosen people, were um, exiled into Babylon and into Assyria, the Lord told them in their exile, to pray for the welfare of the city in which they were exiled in. Because when the city is blessed, you're blessed. When you're blessed, the city's blessed. Pray for your city. So whether you're living in a town or a village or a city right now that you were born and raised in, or the Lord has called you to, or maybe right now you're living in the waiting or the middle, and you're not sure right where you're going to end up or where you're going to be, pray for the welfare of the place that you are now. Bless the city because by your blessing, by your word, it is exalted. And by the mouth of the wicked, it is torn down. When you speak death, death comes. Our cities are not perfect. Right now we are dealing with all over the world, crime, violence. We're remembering a very violent day in September 11th, 2001. We're remembering a day when we were all just horrified by the terror. But the Lord is saying, if we speak down about the town of the city that we live in, it's cursed. But if we speak blessing, it's exalted. I want my town changed and transformed for Jesus Christ. There's a lot of problems with my town. I don't want to talk about what's wrong. I want to talk about the possibility of what's right. I want to talk about a blessing. I want to talk about what it would look like if the King Jesus himself came and inhabited Louisville, Kentucky, and what it would look like if we were known as the dwelling place of the living God. I want to tell you what it would look like if just like the Ark of the Covenant, his presence rested in Louisville and people became so in, entranced and engrossed and called to come visit him in our town, what would it look like? It would be totally different. What a blessing it would be for the world if Louisville, Kentucky was the inhabiting place, the tabernacling place, the abiding place of the manifest presence of the living God. What would it look like? I want to bless my city. I want to pray for my city. I want a people transformed by Jesus Christ that are known as Louisvillians. I want to see a total transformation from, from corner to corner, from border to border. I want it to leak out of the borders. I want to see our churches transformed and our families transformed. And I want to see reconciliation. And I don't even want to hear 
about what's wrong. I don't want to say what's wrong, not because I want to stick my head in the sand and ignore it, but because I'm not dwelling on the false reality that the enemy of our soul is portraying. I'm believing the promised word of God. I'm believing the possibility of what will happen when the Lord comes. I'm not giving the enemy of my soul ground. I'm not speaking life. I'm not speaking death. I'm speaking life for our city and not just ours, but for yours. Are you called to pray for the welfare of your city? You bet. Are you a believer? Are you living someplace? Then you're called. Come on. Do you have a passion to see your community changed for Christ? And if not, why? If you don't care about the lost around you in your city, maybe ask yourself why. Maybe ask the Holy Spirit to search you. Lord, today I pray that we would be so called with a vision from your Holy Spirit to us to pray for the blessing of our city, to pray for the prosperity of our city, to pray for the salvation of our cities. Lord, and we know we have to start at home. We know we have to start with us and our family and then our local congregation and our community. We need to bloom where we're planted. But Lord, we are praying that our cities would be transformed for your kingdom. We pray that we would speak life and blessing and not dwell on the negative or talk about the bad. We don't want to curse. We don't want to speak wicked words. And we don't want to see our cities torn down. We want to see, Lord, transformation and healing and reconciliation that can only come by your spirit. Lord, we love you today. Will you put a new passion and a new drive and a new challenge in our heart to stand in the gap for our cities? Lord, we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's good. That's good. You know, so often we lose sight of of um, praying for the city. I mean, it's easy to say I'm praying for my city, but to to look at a, a vast area, maybe maybe a big city like Louisville or, or or areas that are metropolitan like Louisville, it's hard to uh, to focus on the whole thing. So, how do we start? We start with that that zone, that area where we're at, right? And then we we say we want to see this area changed, and then we want to see it spread like a ripple in a pond. Yeah. Right. Yes. Amen. And that's what people can expect in their own cities um, is to see that. And sometimes it seems like there's big moves of God. And sometimes it's like, God, are you still there? Do you Aww. still concerned with this city? Uh, yeah. What's going on? But do not be discouraged because well, he, even though we cannot see it, he is still there. Working. It is. That's exactly what I was thinking. Even though we don't see it, he's working. Right. Yeah. Um, sometimes the, the true change that happens in people's minds and hearts are not something we see until fruit comes from that. But true. it doesn't mean he's not working and changing. That's true. Hey, That's true. looky here. Good morning. Um, Creaker Mariah, maybe it's Mariah Creaker. Well, good morning to good you. Good morning. And Sherry Nicely, our sweet friend from Oklahoma. Hey, from, Is yeah. it Shawnee? Is that really the, is that? I think, I think, yes. Sherry, tell us what city that you live in, in Oklahoma. Sherry Nicely, our sweet sister. Haven't yeah. seen you in so long. I bless you. I yeah. love them. Otis says it's good stuff. Amen. Good Thank stuff. you, Otis. Bless the yeah. Lord. Yeah. yeah. It's good having you all along today. How fun. For sure. For sure. Hmm. Well, uh, how about, uh, what do you want to jump into a little news you can use? I think it would be a good idea. Do you know that you can listen to news any day that's going to bring you down? And there's a lot of it. It's on social media. It's on 24-hour news service, and it's all negative. And that's not uplifting or edifying or encouraging. But can I tell you that we endeavor on The Good Morning Show to bring you news that not only is something you can use, but will edify the Lord and glorify the body, edify the body and glorify the Lord, and also bring you just a little encouragement and positivity for your day and so today we're going to give you news you can use from the news desk with terry wright All take right. it away terry let's do it a church in massachusetts recently has distributed more than a thousand pairs of sneakers to students in need now you say okay well you know people need shoes and stuff like that but they've got a bigger mission according to the christian post the springfield campus of the multi-site vox church held its third annual sneaker giveaway event which was done in partnership with the local chapter of the boys and girls club and Vox Springfield uh, team member Dan Tedone, who led the event, told the Christian Post that every child in attendance was given a pair of sneakers and a backpack filled with school supplies. And he also said that the giveaway occurred after Springfield campus pastor Matt De 
I think it's DeCicchio, DeCicchio, sought ways to make an impact in the city. And they began this event in 2021, and the church distributed around 600 pairs of sneakers, which is still a lot. You yeah. say, oh, only 600 pairs. That's what? 1,200 that's, shoes. Yeah, that's a lot. And now by the third year, the event has an amazing reputation in the city. And they said local businesses and churches were ready to donate funds and products. They were all jumping on board to make a difference in the community. And many of Springfield's leaders even joined the event, from the mayor of Springfield to a state senate representative to city council members. And he described this event, here it is, as unique, noting that attendees not only received new sneakers and backpacks, but they get to experience hope. They receive hope. He says, we don't merely give the students new sneakers. A volunteer sits down across from them, asks them their name, how old they are, what they like to do, and then asks if they can take off their shoes and wash their feet. Every child has the option to say no and will always respect their decision, he said, but over 95% of the students in attendance said yes to having their feet washed. And volunteers washed the students' feet, explaining that we serve because Jesus served us. And in many cases, this action leads to an opportunity to pray with the child and the parents. And uh, Tadone asserted that the event demonstrates the hope and love of Jesus to children and families in the city of Springfield. And it's a way that his church desires to see New England transformed from the least churched region in America to the most spiritually vibrant place on earth. Whoa. How is that? Whoa, I do right? not have a tissue. <laughs> I was not prepared for that news you could use. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, Springfield, Massachusetts? Yes. Wow. They say it's one of the, the least I, church right, regions in America to right, be. Right, New England. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, you guys. Yeah. Not only do they give away sneakers, but they wash their feet the way Jesus did. Thank Isn't that you. amazing? Oh. My child just brought me a tissue. <laughs> Thank you, Baylor. Oh my goodness, that is so moving. Wow. Yeah, so there's some news that you can use. The reason we share this with you is so that you can share it with others and help open the door to talk about Jesus through woo. national current events woo, woo, like woo. that. Okay, right? so that was excellent. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Uh, we're talking about community yeah. and about making a difference in our community. And I thought it was They so want to see their city change, their yes, region change. See, sure this is exactly do. what we're talking about. The Lord brought the word and the news you can use together today so beautifully. Only yeah. he could do that. You know how he did it? That was supposed to be Saturday's news you can use and it got pushed today. <laughs> Thank you, God. And you asked me. I love that. You asked me to preach something else today, and I didn't. Do right, it. right. So there you go. <clears throat> so you guys, um, Sherry is from Meeker, Meeker, Oklahoma. I forgot the name of yeah, your town. Okay, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and yeah. they're from the Country Faith Church in Meeker. We love Absolutely, you guys. Is yes. Pastor John still your pastor in Meeker, John Hazelton? I would love to know. It's uh, so I love I love the Meeker the folks. Hazeltons especially. Oh too. yeah. Judy says it's true about Judy Jellison. She and Jay were used by the Lord to bring healing into my own life. I'll never forget it. Truly anointed yes, people. Truly anointed yes, people. Yes. Rick says we're having church this morning. <laughs> I guess so, buddy. I guess so. Uh, I love how the Lord does that. Yeah. What a what a pleasant surprise. I love this. Well, you know, often, especially recently, here we are at episode 151. 151. 151 episodes. Think about this. They're almost all about an hour long in content. Some mm -hmm. of them have been a little bit shorter, but most of them, all of them hit that one hour mark. Some went over. Mm -hmm. So that's more than 150 hours of encouragement over the last year and a half. Mm. And lately, we've been questioning, okay, well, do we just keep doing this? Where do we go from here? What are we, what are we, are we affecting any change? Is it making a difference? Um, because, you know, sometimes it's work. I mean, it's it's a little bit of work, but it's work that, that we love, okay? Yeah. At least for the preparation for the show and, yeah. and bringing the things. But whenever we understand a comment like this, having church this morning comes right. across our radar, then we understand that God is working even in the midst. That's yeah. That our goal. They can have a national day of encouragement, but like you've already said, we want it to be every day. And I know other people do too, but uh, so we try to make that And you our guys, goal. We, we have just this heart to share what the Lord has done in us and what the Lord has done with us. And we're after our city, but we want you to be after your city, right? Yeah. We're after being better intercessors and prayers. We want you to be better prayers and intercessors. We want to be better followers of Christ. We want you to be better followers of Christ. We want to disciple um, each other. We want you to disciple each other. Like we need all of this. This is about the body. And I think sometimes we've forgotten in the Church of America that we really do need the family of God. We need the fellowship the Lord intended for us to operate healthy. Yeah. Spiritual lives come from the family of yeah. God, not Car just a personal private relationship, which is critical and it's a must. Carolyn's answering the question. What do we do? She says, keep going. 
Yeah. Well, we, we've we not will. been told to do otherwise. You know why? Because the Lord hasn't released us. And because yeah. when the Lord calls us to something, it's a joy to obey. Yeah. And what so we, we really want, and, and this is not for our, our uh, claim to notoriety or anything. We want there to be hundreds of people on the Good Morning Show. Thousands of people. Why? Because there are that many people who need Jesus. Do you know how many people are broken? You know, I heard, we've always heard this statistic as we've walked in healing and deliverance ministry, that if you treat 98% of the people around you as if they're broken and wounded and need love and encouragement, you'll be right. Yeah. Every time. Every Every time. time. We live in a world that is broken, hurting, wounded people in and out of the church. And so you guys, we have an obligation as representative of heaven and Jesus himself to love people in their broken and lost state, in their wounded and bleeding state, and really bring people to a place of healing and wholeness in Christ. That's right. So Robin says that they love this time with us, with both of us, and uh, that God is so good. He definitely is because he brought all of you to us. Amen. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Robin and and Otis, Otis uh, Westover Air Force Base is Springfield. Otis Otis Air Force Base is also in Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Well, we pray that the Lord is making a difference in Springfield, Massachusetts with the sneaker thing. And also, I love that their heart is to turn the most unchurched area of the country into the most vibrant spiritual place. Yeah. yeah, That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Sherry says Pastor John retired. I thought he maybe he had, but wasn't positive. Oh, they have a new pastor, Billy Harding. Well, Pastor Billy Harding. Let's just pray for him. Lord, I thank you so much for Pastor Billy. I pray for the good people at the Country Faith Church in Meeker, Oklahoma. You know how much they love you, Lord. You know how much they love each other. They love well. We love them. Father, I pray a blessing over Meeker, Oklahoma through their endeavors and their obedience to you. Lord, light up Oklahoma because of their faithfulness. And Lord, I pray that you would bring um, just health and vigor and renewal to Pastor Billy Harding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So MK is utterly biased, but she says (laughs) she agrees with Robin that the rights on the Good Morning Show is good. Um, You know, I, I have to say what Jesus said, that there's nothing good but God the Father, but because he lives in and through us, then we can bring goodness into each other's life that originates with him. And we just want to do that. We just want to be obedient to him. I don't even care. Like, we're not even trying to be fake about this. The Good Morning Show is all about Jesus, right? We're here to love and encourage you through Jesus. No fakeness here. We talk about a lot of things. Obviously, coffee isn't the holiest conversation, and we talk about that a lot. It's something that brings us together in some degree or another. Right. You know? So. Right. But at the end of the day, our goal is to edify the, the Lord Jesus Christ and his family, his body, his sons and daughters, his church. Well, and when we talk about the things that we talk about and we want to talk about what you want to talk about, it's not always our agenda. It helps bring us closer together. Yeah. You know? And well, to get sometimes to know each you guys other. are going through stuff and we don't know that if we don't take the time to listen. Yeah, so yeah. that's what we're doing. We're listening and we're listening to even our podcast listeners. Yeah. And so a shout out to our podcast listeners who listen where they get their podcasts all over and they've chosen to listen to our content. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus name. Shelbyville Postal Workers, they listen sometimes on podcast and they sort the mail in the morning. And while they do that, they listen to podcasts and sometimes they listen to us. And so we say we appreciate you and especially my buddy Travis because he's works been the helping. Front window. That's right. He works yeah. the front window and he helps me on my mornings when I ship out for Cliff and Geneva's and Travis is a keeper. We appreciate you. He's helped me so much over the years. Man, we love them. Yeah. Karen at Cake and Candy Supply. Sometimes she listens to the podcast also. And we really appreciate her. And if you need a place to get all of your home baking needs stuff, whether it's stuff you know you need or stuff you don't, just go look at her walls and you're going to be like, ooh, I need some of this. Or her website. And some of this. Or check out her website, Cake and Candy Supply here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. We love and bless you, Karen. Yeah. Well, uh, while we're touching on some things here, just kind of doing a little housekeeping and things like that. If you missed our last episode, it was episode number 150. 150! 
It was called Saturday Morning Fun, and we had a good time with it. One of the topics that came up was which Looney Tunes character are you? Which one do you most associate with? What do you, you know, kind of like our personalities? And it was so funny because everybody who was picking different Looney Tunes characters, they were like, oh, I guess that does kind of, it's kind of like my attitude a little bit sometimes. And so we had fun with that. Uh, we also talked about National TV Day, Dinner Day, uh, which we didn't get our TV dinner, did we? Uh, and then Sunday, Grandparents Day. The word for your day came from Proverbs chapter 10, verses 11 and 12. And our coffee of the day was Daring Delight, the Indiana Jones limited edition from Bones Coffee Company. Yep. And it is so good. It is so good. Yeah, and it's so, almost gone too. Yeah. Hey, we never said what we were drinking today. No. Uh, today we are drinking the very last. This is an empty bag of Winans Southern Pecan. That's right. Winans is the local coffee roastery and a coffee shop with chocolates. That's right. Chocolates and coffee. What a combination. And they're in Columbus, Ohio. And we love Winans. And you guys can go to their website, which is winanscandies.com. And we'll have a link in our website so you can order their coffee. Southern Pecan is the end of their summer flavor. And guess what? They continued it in the fall. Yeah. But they also have a bunch of new fall flavors. Such a good flavor. Which I'm down with. Well, you can find the blog and all the other stuff, the past episodes on our website website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, and uh, just point your web browser there. You can also find all of our social media links and things that you'll want to find and videos to watch and uh, a little shop, which be subscribing on our website. Subscribe for notifications on the homepage so that when we send out this email that's coming real soon about our new store that's going to be opening, that uh, you will be the first to know. Really? Right? I yeah. didn't know that. T-shirts, Did coffee mugs, glasses. Did you talk to me about this and I missed it? I've been working on it for a little while. You've probably seen it. I made I'm those so funky sorry. socks. You remember? The Good Morning Show socks. They're purple I and they have the Good Morning Show logo all over do. them. Oh so if you goodness. like some crazy uh, socks, Brad always calls those worship socks. Because yeah. remember, the guys would always wear different <laughs> socks on Sunday morning and show off their funky looking yeah. uh, dress socks. So yeah. we're going to have some cool stuff like that and some other things, stickers and, and all kinds of uh, variety of items. So you'll want to well, tune in for that. Tell me this. Are we going to finish strong with a get to know you question? I think we should. Okay. I think Let's we should. Let's so if you want to be one of the first ones to put a number in your chat box. Why a number? one and 190 what's our number up to 189 mm. because we're going to pick randomly from a list of, of, of close to 200 getting to know you uh, questions these are random we don't know what order they're in and so you get to pick the question Melissa will answer the question I'll answer the question and then you guys get to answer the question as well so what number do you think is going to come up first less than know. 100 you guys got to put a number, put in, a the number chat in your box, chat box and then we will pick that number and the reason oh. we have you pick a number mm -hmm. is because then it's totally random okay and here it is Pastor Rick says number six I think we can probably fit a couple of them in so y'all post your numbers in here all right all right number so six. number six here's the question what takes a lot of time but is totally worth it what takes a lot of time but is totally worth it? Mm -hmm. What takes a lot of well, time? Well, the first thing that totally comes worth. to my mind is studying the Word of God. Sure. It's a lifetime endeavor, yeah. and there's nothing more worth it, I think, than growing your relationship with Jesus Christ. I, I think you're I think you're right, because that's really an important part, and it seems sometimes like you see that big old book, that Bible, and all those chapters and verses, and you're like, yeah. how could I absolutely ever consume anything like this one word at a time, right. one bite at a time? Amen, right? amen. And, uh, so I think that takes a lot of time, but it is totally worth it. Um, Sometimes relationships with people, it's the same way. How about for you guys? What takes a lot of time, but is totally worth it? I have a feeling somebody might have stated... Um, uh, Biscuits and gravy. What? Oh, he says it takes a lot of time, but it's totally worth it. Biscuits and gravy. Is that right? I th I totally agree I with that. I think it does. Yeah. You know, it takes a little time for the dough to rise and I for the totally biscuits to cook. I totally agree and, with that, yeah, Pastor Roger. you got to make the gravy. That and, is a great answer. And if you didn't mean to answer that, that's still right. That's still good. I love it. Yeah. What takes a lot of time, but it's totally worth it. Yeah. That's All good. Right. What What else, you guys? Right. Put your answers in Carolyn there. Carolyn Teal has posted number 33. So okay. let's see if I can get you guys can keep answering here. number six as well. Yeah. Taylor, yeah. do you have something that you want to say? What? Oh, hang on. We got okay. a couple she's, of them. You got one. All right. So number 33, suggested by Carolyn. Uh, what's something that was once important, but is now becoming less and less relevant? Um, <laughs> physical beauty. <laughs> Maintain. Buddy, it fades away. That's what the word says, and yeah. it's right. Um, yeah, I would say true. that's not as important as it once was to me. Not that it ever totally was. But anyways, that may be part of it. And also, um, I just think... 
caring what other people think about me personally and caring more that they love the Lord or that they're pointing to the Lord or that literally I'm not representing me. Myself is dead. I'm representing Jesus. That that's the answer. Yes, that's good. I think mine would also kind of have along um, the same lines about how we think Um, less mainstream media. Yeah, because yeah. it's becoming less relevant because there's so much out there. You just don't know if you can trust it or not. I agree. We just got to trust the word of God. And I agree. we got to just continue with each other mm. um, on our course for how we're, uh, how we're journeying through the this life. systems of the world are yeah. less and less relevant and important in the kingdom of Christ. Yep. See, Robin says watching Very the news. Very good, yep. Robin. Something right. that was once important, but it's now becoming less and less relevant. Mm. Yeah. That's good, and you I guys. Can't, I can't pop biscuits and gravy in there because I don't they're still relevant that was funny <laughs> <laughs> not the answer I was expecting yeah but then but again, Pastor Roger with yes, the zingers all the time yes 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 um, uh, Judy oh, this is that's good. good Pastor Judy says I saw a meme yesterday that read you can't throw stones when you are washing feet that is so true wow praise the Lord yeah amen hey you guys it's been wonderful to be with you today and I'm so glad that we had church this morning I'm so glad that we spent time encouraging you and being encouraged by you by the spirit and the word of the living God thanks for tuning in that's right Sherry says yes less me more of Jesus amen yeah that's amen. that's good we love and, you Pastor uh, Rick we love you all yeah and uh, so be sure and uh, we're shooting for Thursday night oh I wanted to tell you this we're planning Thursday night live this thursday night it's usually at 9 p.m eastern we're gonna sh- shuffle back an hour and we're gonna go to 8 p.m eastern time on thursday night so that we don't have to hit such late bedtime for everybody at the end of the show at least those of us here on the east uh, eastern time zone so 8 p.m thursday night the information will be on our website the goodmorningshow.tv but thursday night live 8 p.m a new time this week we're gonna shoot for that and we hope to see you then until then Go be an encourager, not just tomorrow because it's. they say it's the national day, but start today and do it every day this week as often as possible. Amen. We Bless love you. you guys. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.